It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to our new podcast, uh, the Serbian Sports Podcast, TSSP. Let's go. I love it. It has a great ring to it. Uh, Excited to have you guys on here today. Uh, And I want to start here. We haven't talked, like, I purposely haven't talked to you guys about this um, because I hate, no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Because I wanted to just, like, have a conversation on this show uh, about your guys' amazing journey uh, to Serbia. First of all, I got to tell everyone that we have our presenting sponsor, Breckenridge Brewery. They've got a hootenanny. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a hootenanny. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. What, from one foreign language to another. <laughs> yes. uh, I actually Googled what a hootenanny is. I, wasn't, I was actually surprised. Has to involve music. I, I just thought I, I party. Think, no, I would have guessed it involved live music. I don't know. Can you have a party without music? Oh, man, that would my be mom funny. actually, when I was in high school, said, um, she was like, did you have a party at the house this week? And I was like, no. And I was like, well, what's your definition of party? She's like, any more than three people all listening to music together. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's a really light uh, description. <laughs> in that case, yes, I did have you a party. Had, I've had a party every day of my life. <laughs> you said, actually, then in that case, it was a hootenanny. Yes, it was a hootenanny. <laughs> so they've got that coming up. Uh, check out all of the great events they have coming up on the Breck Brew website. They have a sweet little con- like uh, concert venue in the back there. So go check out Breckenridge Brewery, of course. Uh, they're our favorite beer, so use the Breck Brew locator to find out where you can find some Breck brews near you. But gentlemen, <laughs> the Sons of Serbia, they're back. Can you believe it? Sons of Serbia sounds good. I like it. I feel like it's disrespectful on a lot of levels, but I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to absorb that mantle. I think it's right. Was that like something you had to think about there? It's like, okay, like all we ever do is make jokes and do bits. Like we maybe should try to make sure we don't disrespect anyone. Like Not once. Like... The fan vote, like you know, it was well, like we, did, like, we, we, did, we knew not okay, okay once. So there you go. Like it's one of those things. It's like yeah, we just like vote goes around and tries to make people look stupid. Right. Like right. Eh, maybe that doesn't translate well. It wasn't needed, but you're right. I didn't really think of it, but that was one thing we. Uh, I did. I mean, you like when you're in somebody else's house, you yeah. take your shoes off. You know right. what I mean? Like it was like. I, we were drinking heavily. We were, you know, being exuberant. We were enjoying life, but it was also, at least in my mind, I was like, you know, we're here as guests. We're here as ambassadors. We're here as, uh, we're here to like highlight, uh, the great things about Serbia that you don't hear about typically. Um, so, you know, I I try to be on my P's and Q's. I feel like there's two ways it could have gone, which is like, 
you guys become um, Serbian superstars. So that's the way it went. Uh, or it was like, um, Eric's Locked in jail. <laughs> vote disappeared. Oh, we, 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 like, everybody hates us. Yeah. You know? like, we're just trying to send us home. Yeah, America, if you, if you like, think we didn't have a pep talk, like a, a breaking down of like the, how the trip should go before we went that included yeah. the concept of being locked up abroad. That, that's, we, that, did, we did have that conversation of like decorum. Like, and like, yeah, the Brittany Griner thing yeah. was right, happening like yeah. right before we were leaving. So it was like, hey, man. Well, that's that's kind of a good segue back to before you guys left. Like, why why did you want to do this? What obviously like Nikola Jokic is the the center of this, but it goes a lot deeper than that. Yeah. Do you want to take first stab at this one? Well, I mean, listen, like we're talking about it's not only Nikola Jokic, but Nikola Jokic to us represents um, an an opening to a world in which we've never really considered. And there's a lot of there's a lot of parts of the world that the world is quite large. Um, and Serbia is a place that you I mean, I grew up. I was like, God, I never even thought about Serbia when I was a kid. And then I was like, oh, right, because it didn't really exist, although it did. But it was Yugoslavia. And then it was like, oh, OK, uh, the psychology of Nikola Jokic is so unique. Um, you know, is there something more to where he comes from? The Like the, the psychology of the people at large, like. For me, anyway, I mean, it's just like I want to know everything that I can about Nikola Jokic, and then that opens up to okay. Then we meet guys like Miroslav. Then we meet guys like Milan. Then we meet guys like just more and more, and these people that are so uh, important in our world and like give us like such interesting perspective on things that it was just you know it's an onion that the more you peel, like the more the story becomes. Uh, just it just becomes bigger and bigger and you just get like more interested in what's going on and it's just it's a, a expanding of consciousness thing yeah i mean i think eric nailed it to be honest because if you stick to sports with everything like if you just it's the game starts it ends all right let's talk about that let's move on it's limiting you know like there's that's only part of what you like about sports eventually there's this like as he mentioned like these layers to like okay well it also teaches us about this thing and then it teaches about that and that's really what the Serbia trip was. Of course, it has to do with Nikola Jokic. Of, of course, course like he's gonna—he's maybe to me the most interesting athlete to ever come through Denver. But it's more than that because if it was just Jokic, it might be a little weird. Like we're mm. almost like we're stalking him yeah, or something, yeah. you know. But it really is that a good part of our audience, and I think a much bigger part now after this trip. But a yeah. good part of our audience is from Serbia. Yep. So for the last seven years. We're talking about Serbia way more than we would have ever guessed, not because of Jokic himself, but because of the fans that are following right. us have a different perspective and background. So and they're sending in Rakia and stuff like that. Be Rakia has become a part of DNVR Nuggets, yeah. like well before this trip. It's even more so afterwards. But yeah, so it was all right. We have these fans out there. We have this world that has um, been like that we've been thrown into, whether we wanted to or not. We definitely wanted to, but whether we wanted to or not, we're like thrown into Serbia. So this was a um, hey, let's go over there. Let's actually make this a thing. Yeah. Let's actually tie Denver and Serbia together the way that they, you know, they should be. And it was so much better than we could have expected. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I didn't know what to expect, frankly. I mean, you know, again, like this is a part of the world that we know not that much about. Frankly, I mean, like we know about it, but we don't know about it. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't we don't quite know what to expect from how we would be received. Like, it, you know, are we operating a small bubble where there's a couple guys that know about the nuggets that they talk to us. They're, they're friendly with us. Um, kind of like our audience here where, you know, being a Denver nuggets fan is like largely uh, solitary. So I don't know if like that is the case over there too. Like they're just people that are looking for any kind of community. So they latch onto us. Um, but 
you know, like going over there and just feeling the hospitality and feeling just like the outpouring of support and just like more than anything, like the desire to be seen is like what I got more than anything. It was like a, just a, a cry of like, guys, there's something so special about what is going on here just day to day or like what this place is like the, this is a place that has existed for a very, very long time. And there's a huge story to be told here. I think it's so DNVR um, and it just happened to occur across the world. Yes. Like if we found out that there was a bunch of guys who worked in a mechanic shop yes. that listened to one of our shows every day and they were like, hey, come, come hang out, you know, right, come, right. come down to the shop. We would go, we'd hang out and we, you know, we talked to them and this was like that just on a much larger a scale. Huge scale. Like, hey, we all live in Serbia. You should come hang out. And it's like, <laughs> exactly what it was. cool, let's do it. I love what Eric was saying too, though, about the like, when I got on the flight home, um, we went through Zurich and I'm sitting next to these, the Swiss couple and they're all excited. They're going to San Francisco, this or that. And I'm like, oh, I'm from Denver. And they are like, yeah. Like where? <laughs> and it's like the same thing. I'm like, oh, we're going to Serbia. People are like, hmm, where is, is what part of Russia is that from? You I know, like that. It was the same. Like Denver and Serbia are very similar in that way. But yet Denver kicks ass. Serbia kicks ass. This is that's part of what made this trip so hilarious is you're like, yeah, this was awesome and it's so lame that people don't know about it. And it, that is that's true. That's a true of everything. Yeah. Everything. And like any time that you're it, if you just think about Twitter, like Blank Twitter, like Nuggets Twitter, yeah. Sixers Twitter, like all these bubbles that you find yourself right. falling into and just like you don't even realize that people think about certain things. Like if you're an old person like I am and you see the MTV Music Awards come up, you're like, I haven't heard of a single one of these names. And this mm. is like the biggest thing that there is in the world to a certain sect of people. Right. It's just, I don't know, like the part of the, the growing and, and maturation part of life is just that you just your world gets bigger and you start to understand that even though i mean the crazy thing is that the conclusions you come to is that everybody is ultimately the same but there's just so many things that are happening at any point in time everywhere all over the world that nobody is thinking about or everybody's thinking about right. it's just like it's just cool to, to step into something that uh is you know so deep and layered and interesting and like you just you're finding out about it for the very first time and people are so interested in telling you about it yep. and um it just i don't know it was so cool this is an, a really interesting thing i realized while you guys were out there um and it goes into the fact that we're going to london for an nfl game this year and i was thinking about how different that is yep and it's what the nfl i think doesn't realize about wanting to become more international now football is awesome and so a lot of people have gravitated towards it but the nfl really wants to become more international and they are missing a gigantic piece that basketball has which is actual international players <laughs> right. succeeding right. in the sport you know like there is no nfl star from london and if they were i think it would change things because what happens is Serbian basketball fans, they actually like have ownership in a part of a thing oh, yes. that is the nugget. It's not like, oh, this there's this cool American sport. Right. It's like, oh no, that's ours too. And I think that was like uh, just one thing I thought of. I was like, oh, it's way different because it's not like, oh, there's this very American sport of yeah, basketball right. that we're like getting to play a small part in. It's like, no, this is ours too. And then you guys get to share it. Yeah. It's interesting, though, to think about this in the NBA from the NBA lens, and I think it applies to the NFL. Like, the NFL is going to London. 
I mean, that's like if you were right. to mark cities you're like, that you're going to. The, well, that story's going been to told. Munich. What's that? Or Berlin. Or Berlin, is, of course. Germany. But I mean, those are like at the top five of the list. If you just yeah, start yeah, going yeah. like, okay, the big cities of, of Europe. And the reason they do that is because the money's there. Like, this is what it all comes down yeah, to. Yeah. There's a lot of money in London uh, and these other places. The thing that's interesting is I've been thinking a lot about this. The game we watched was unbelievable. Serbia versus Greece. Yeah. A must-win game for both sides. The two best players in the world going head-to-head. Enormous arena. We were the only Denver media there. Or, or Colorado media, I should Or I'm sorry. American media. I could expand this. There wasn't, really? a, there wasn't anybody there from, like, ESPN yeah, or no, anything. No NBA, no nothing. Nothing. And, and not even like the in NBA or nothing. the ESPN national. I'm telling guy. you, nothing. There was just local media for this game that was so spectacular and was a spectacle itself. But I kept thinking part of the reason is that there's really just not a lot of money in Serbia relative to the other their countries. Like, if you were to do this international exchange, if it was like the Denver Nuggets. We, we're going to do a European exchange game. We go over there. They probably would also go to London. Yeah. They yeah. wouldn't go to Belgrade. I because think the Suns are going to London this year Bro, or something. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Uh, it starts at the top and it trickles down. Are the right? Bulls like, maybe? Uh, no, they're going to Paris. The Bulls are going to okay, Paris. Okay, there you go. There you go. So in a weird way, like well, part of the revelation of this trip, um, one of the cool things for me personally was just learning the backstory, the, the basketball history of Serbia. And like, you know, Serbia is... Um, like the New York of basketball in Europe, you know, it's like the heart of it. It's like all we're all all. The, I mean, they they're good, so it's not New York. Well, well, <laughs> I just mean that. The, no, no. It's so true. The history, the culture, right. the like that that so. Myths. But even so much when you talk about these other basketball nations, you know, Spain or or, or whatever the people that have risen over the, in recent years. Like Serbia has an influence on them, so they kind of are the genesis in a lot of ways, and it and it is funny in that one way to think about like that that should be a story that's told and it should be a thing that I think people recognize and celebrate, but yet we have this iconic game in Serbia and nobody's there to cover it or tell yeah. any of the stories. Then you you, you could have set twelve it's like a microcosm of you could, of course you could have sent like twelve reporters from the Athletic from from ESPN from Sports Illustrated you could have sent them all they all would have had a different story and they all would have been great. That's how much content and storytelling there was from that game and yet there was nobody yeah weird well it's it's, so weird i mean to me this is at at its fundamental core is an nba issue this is nba being uh so focused on its weird tabloid description of itself like worrying about hoodie mellow and this guy and that guy and the the way that it thinks about you know basketball as it exists anywhere else in the world is like pretty dismissive it's just like you know you like a player comes over they're a euro you know that's it it's like they're a euro draft and stash and it's a you know there's whatever there's a guy coming over he's a big guy blah 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 but um it's crazy but i think even the storytelling part though is what's important is because i think over the last it's funny because i'm going to be start critiquing journalists when like people don't know like the capital J journalists often will critique me for, yeah. for my style of coverage or this or that. But it's funny because I, in my opinion, one of my big critiques of journalism, especially in sports is they like to tell the same stories. They like to see. And, and there's always like, you know, there was jokes. There's always jokes about Hollywood. Like how do you win an Oscar? Like you need the topical thing. Like what's oh, the yeah. topical political issue. And now we have a story about that p- political issue. Well, it reminds me of like the NBA or the NFL draft thing that everyone started pushing back on, which is like, Every time a player gets drafted, they're like, oh, here's his sob story. Oh, yeah. The sob story of a draft player is like, the oh, we tell the same one every time. And I feel like journalism is that way. And part of why 
you don't go to Belgrade to cover Giannis versus Jokic in a must-win game is because that's a different story than what we're used to telling. It's just completely different. Yeah. And it's a great one, yep. but it's like, how do I tie this back to the election? Also, is this or too the, basketball? Like it's too much just about basketball. Yes, this but, is the thing. It's like the NBA <laughs> is concerned with its own sort of insular storylines versus like if you look at, uh, this is for you, Serbia, football. Uh, <laughs> um, like the Premier League, all of the le- these leagues have a connection to one another and there's a larger ecosystem at play, how the world is interacting with one another. We know about you know how this nation plays versus this nation plays and it all ladders up even into these club teams. Whereas the NBA, they're all club teams and then you have the, the national interest that right. is sort right. of like, you know, that's their thing. They're kind of figure that out. Um, it do- But it doesn't really have any... Um, connection to the NBA as far as the NBA is concerned. And the NBA could, if they really want to make their game global, it would be so much more of these stories. Not even stories, but just like the reality of the game being played differently elsewhere, the game being thought about differently elsewhere, how the influences are coming in. And now that there are so many international players, like now it it really behooves them to make those connections and we'll, we'll see if they do it i mean but i just you know i saw like three mellow posts the same hey, of course yeah. of the rico heinz right i saw people that were like oh man these runs are so incredible because there's all these stars going half speed in yeah. a pickup game and i'm watching like Jokic and Giannis literally elbow each other in the uh the solar plexus at full speed at these <laughs> i'm like guys I love Michael Porter. Him doing his triple crossover, pull up for three on a guy that's like not necessarily defense. Well, that's not, I, I need the, I need those mixed teams. I, I need I need them too. But I just like I saw comments that were like, "Oh man, these guys playing against each other, they're going to come in so ready." And I'm like, "No, they're not. Yeah, no, they're not. That's or a pickup game." The one you quoted this morning was like, "Jimmy Butler's shot is looking fire." Oh yeah, like, of course. Every NBA player uh, makes every open shot in an open gym. But Empty gym oh, Twitter so is great. God. It's, it's so, so good. It, it's so good. <laughs> To me, that's like the number one thing I see in the NBA offseason. Oh, it's empty oh, gym Twitter. Best on Whiteside doing turnaround jumpers <laughs> and draining best shape, them. Best shape of my oh, life yeah. Twitter and yeah. in the lab Twitter. <laughs> but if like just I, if you if people are watching that, I mean, I know we probably have a lot of Nuggets people, but hopefully we have the TDSP, the Denver Sports Podcast. Hopefully pulls in people from outside. If you're curious about some of the context for that game. The show we did before the game and after the game, it's up on our YouTube channel or obviously in podcast form on DNVR Nuggets, talked a lot about the context. And why I say this is ridiculous is that game, the storylines that you're talking about where it's about basketball, even if it's not directly, it's adjacent to, I'll give you a couple of them. Number one, first time Serbia has played an important game in Serbia in years. First time Jokic is playing as the leader of the team. He's the greatest player in the world. He's two-time MVP. First time he's the leader of the team. Um... So many of the legends of Serbian basketball over the last 30 years were sitting courtside watching Jokic. So here's Jokic taking the mantle. You could imagine uh, Russell Wilson, you got Peyton Manning and John Elway and Terrell David, everybody else like watching this first game in Denver. That's a storyline. Like, oh, look at this. The legends are out to see. Can he fill the shoes that we have made? That's a storyline, the elimination factor of it all. There was all these great storylines to the game, um, and the fact that it's just like, well, we don't we don't know how to tell that one, so, I don't know, game happened. We, one shot got posted everywhere. And then the NBA put it, the, called it Eurobasket. Euro yeah. like they didn't even understand. It would be like, I, I put this, the comparison would be like if you said Paulo Bancaro, Duke, mixtape, Pac-12 champs. You'd be oh. like, and, like oh, yeah. you would be like, what? Are you dumb? Yeah, what are like, you talking about? Right. Like, no. So, yeah, no. I, the, the, dude, that's the thing is that the NBA 
and they they are they're the the largest league in the world they have the most uh the best players that all come together it's the highest level competition and just the weird way that they are just so dismissive towards anything that is not the NBA. It's just like, especially now coming from that perspective, looking back, you're like, oh my God, like this is so wild. Like we, yeah. now you understand like right. why everybody's so angry in our comments from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember LeBron? I was thinking about this the other day when he went back in 2014 to Cleveland and I, whatever the musician is that's playing I'm Coming Home, like oh, yeah. real slow. These are the stories that we just love telling for whatever reason. Yeah. And like at that time, Home even time. I remember being like, man, he is going home this is kind of cool there's something to it but over time we just tell that same type of story over and over again and now you're just kind of like now i look back at that and i'm like oh god lebron the sad piano the crap like oh just i'm sick of it man yes. i'm sick of it we love like a player going not even so like i have this bit on the broncos podcast where i'm like i'm pro homecomings but anti-returns so like <laughs> guy was on a team then left That's and so then true. comes back to that team i'm like this isn't what it, yeah. what you wanted to be. Homecomings? Nah, that's I'm in. Like guy who is from like Aiden Hutchinson from uh, you know yeah. uh, Michigan gets drafted to the Lions. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm in on that. The the other thing here, the other aspect is that like when we look at our sports, that which they will refer to over and over as club sports, where it it says Denver on the front, it says Nuggets on the front, like um, to have like real national pride where people, everybody in the stands is like they're not like a Denver fan or whatever like they're they are Serbian like what's happening mm -hmm. on the court is like not they're a fan of because they decided they like John Elway it's like this is them and like this is their uh view of themselves this is the view of rest the rest of Europe like how they sort of stack up like the way that they um sort of like absorb the pride that comes with being a champion, the 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 way that they and the really, but also the history, and this is yeah. a large part. This is why all those legends sitting courtside. I'm like, there's a great story to be told here, right. and that's the story I'm hoping to tell. I mean, I'm we're working on the documentary, and a large part of it is about exactly what uh, Eric is talking about: is tying our trip and the experience we had and the lessons we learned along the way to sort of the historical perspective of that national team and and all the different players in it in big moments because the greatest moments in Serbian basketball history happen with the national team. Mm. And, uh, and and there's really some fantastic stories to be told. But I want to I was going to ask you this question. Um, Save it. Okay, for the other for the side. Other side. <laughs> uh, good tease. Uh, the the shout question out was, will you shut up? <laughs> shout out DraftKings Sportsbook where you can bet on qualifiers, Eurobasket, Pac-12 championship. Hey, man, I'm betting and, on it. Anything Jokic I hate. I hate that Serbia is the favorite. I hate it. You do. Yeah. Oh, I'm so oh, I hate it. It's man. like betting on the Avs. They were like the sixth best odds like a, a week ago, and then they go out and beat Greece and Turkey, and all of a sudden now they're the they're favorites. Can you believe that? And now I Jokic mean, I watched is only. Them play, so yeah, I, I, I'm not that surprised. And now Jokic is only plus nine hundred to win MVP, and I'm like, he might do it again. <laughs> he might just do it again. But we're he not getting one Sambor. One Sambor shuffle in the corner. Granted, it was the Sambor shuffle. Dude. He hits one, and all of a sudden, everyone's like, he's never losing again. No, I, for me, it was just like, oh, he's like playing really good defense. Like, that's yeah, the new thing. Yeah. That's his new thing. Every year, he adds a new thing. This year, it's going to be defense. <laughs> and he was already good at defense, but now he's going to be elite at defense. 74 and 8? He'll still, well, yes. A, yes. B, uh, he'll still get no credit because the only people who watch the NBA only see defense at the rim for a center. Anyways, yeah. it's impressive of you, for you guys to get me to talk this much about basketball when <laughs> football is literally back. Yeah, it is back. Um, and uh, if you want to bet on DraftKings Sportsbook on football, basketball, darts, cricket, 
anything, get over there and bet this week $5 on any college or sorry, any football game. Not just college anymore. Any football American game. football. I mean, please. Yes, yeah, sorry. American <laughs> football. <laughs> All due respect. <laughs> All due respect. Uh, um, you're going to get $200 in free bets from our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, it's an awesome deal. You just got to use the code DNVR when you sign up. Of course, age and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And then, speaking of football being back, the Buffs are back on Friday. And Andre and Henry were talking about how they wanted to go to the game. And this was before I knew we had to deal with game time. I was like, oh, just use the game time app. Straight up. Uh, I was like, all you got to do is just come down, start tailgating, hang out. And then, you know, hour or so before the game, game time it. pop on the game time app. You're going to get really, really cheap tickets. Um, this is a perfect partnership for me personally <laughs> um, because I procrastinate everything. And game time is one of the only places where you get rewarded for procrastinating. Like, the longer you wait, the cheaper your tickets are. Um, so... Dude, I, I, can you believe it's been this long? I mean, granted, sports didn't happen for a long time, but I cannot believe it's been this long since we had a ticket partner. Like, what I else? Know. What? What are we? What are we? Who are we? I gotta take my. I'm These are mine. game time. Ooh, game time is sick. I've been using game time for years. It's a, a, a great, super user-friendly app. They give you, like, great views on there of wherever, whatever tickets you're getting. Sometimes they have these flash deals where they're just like, hey, you want to ticket in the first level? Just pay, like, 45 bucks, and it will give you somewhere on the first level. Um, so great stuff. Go into the show notes on uh, the YouTube description um, to get in on Game Time. You got to use that app. Or, sorry, you got to use that link. That link. Or else you don't help us. So you don't help us at all. You don't help yourself. You don't help you. Well, help us and it. help yourself. Um, all right. Back to back to this. Okay. So I had a question because to set the stage, 19,100 people at this game. And it was an incredible crowd. Like, just a perfect crowd. We wouldn't get that, you know, here. No frills. There was a no frills crowd. There wasn't a mascot. There wasn't a t-shirt cannon guy. There wasn't any of all that other stuff. And my thought was, it is a double-edged sword. Us talking about, man, the U.S. needs to bring media there. The NBA needs to embrace these events and they need to go there. But I kept thinking, like, there's a cushy middle where in the first years, whenever those things happen, where it's like you get the atmosphere and crowd and the honesty. I mean, it felt like such an honest event. It felt like mm. a pure event. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was a pure what sports are supposed to be mixed with like when once all the money starts coming and like Ramona Shelburne is courtside instead of like Body Roga or something like so. <laughs> so like my question was, do you think that one, if we cut off all frills to a basketball game here no rocky no t-shirt cannon no jumbotron bs do you think the crowd would be louder quiet like they would actually well, ruin it i don't think it's like a fair parallel because that was a one-off event it was a national team it's they don't if play, there was one nugget game play, every five years yeah, they don't play 40 games in right. that stadium it's not their state their, right. their arena it's like you know so there was a a, a level of uh, like if you went to like novelty a, yeah, I guess so. Like, if you went to, like, a, an Olympic event it, for, for the U.S. playing, it would probably be the same level of no frills. There wouldn't be buddy yeah, ball yeah. or whatever. There like, probably would. Also, we should note that Red Star plays at Alexander Nikolic Hall, and it holds 7,000 people, seven or, so between seven and 8,000 people. And I was thinking, like, Ball Arena held 8,000 people. That place would be popping. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. that place would be I mean, so loud. Like the Coyotes are about to experience yeah. next year. Well, of course, Event Center, even for you know the, the basketball Eagles. team in Boulder, um, like they 
they when that place is full, it feels so insane yeah. and yeah. so loud. Yeah. yeah, just like sound reverb. That's it. Like the diff- like when sporting events are really impactful is when you feel like you're part of an organism. Everything working. That's what together. it was, man. Like you and that this especially like everybody was moving in the same direction. There's no opposing. So fans. true. Like this was like Serbia and frankly like Miroslav and everybody didn't expect the game right. to sell out because right. like you know it, it's been so long of a drought and they haven't played so long. They didn't really know what to expect themselves like would the fans return would they be in full throat and the answer was well, yes. yes the answer was <laughs> absolutely yes. uh i mean i i don't know that you, we could replicate that in experience but what i like mean that. is i wonder the relationship and it's like um chicken and egg almost between the u.s does the frills really really i don't want to say well because i don't really like them but they do them really loudly you know, just the jumbotron, and oh, now it's the 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 what's that three card money game that everybody plays? Like yeah, they do yeah. all that BS, so you're almost constantly in the state of like watching a show, watching. And mm. and I just wonder if you took that away, would it just be dead silence, and that's why they're there? Or if you took them away, eventually crowds would be like, we know what to do during dead times. We're fine. Just leave us alone. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, if you go to a Rapids game, everybody's singing and singing along the whole time it, it sometimes it feels like a little forced frankly um but it feels like they're cosplaying a europe little, a little, yes yeah, yeah. yes um i so i don't but, really know the answer to that but oh I we do. just got bitches gonna be so pissed at okay. i'm not trying to take away from them. it is cool like i love the, I, the but i'm just saying it it's these such tiny condensed version of what we saw at the red stars football game which was like everybody doing it, it you know what i mean like yeah, yeah and and i will say like ali said the same thing when we left the, the rapids game that we went to last summer she's like i love the singing i love the chanting i don't feel like it has to be every second of the game. <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah and but the red star uh football game that we went to yeah. everybody was doing the same had their 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 cheers and everything that they, everybody was doing and they were all in motion they were all yeah. again moving in the same direction and I've told you about this. When I went, the, I felt that the energy was the same as it was. That was a playoff game for them. So that energy was very high. Yeah. I don't know if it's like that for every single one of their matches. But um, that felt, I mean, like a Broncos playoff game has I the agree. same yeah, level of intensity without mm. question. But th- we don't, like when I went to the Super Bowl, I told you this, and I was walking to the stadium. We were going against the Seahawks. The Seahawks have a chant that they all say together. Seahawks! Seahawks! And we were in the um, subway, and everyone started doing that. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> we don't We don't have a thing. We don't have a thing. With it. A like thing. Everybody <laughs> does to get... Yeah, that, that was my joke. Like, Incomplete! That's uh, our response. That so like, lame, I was right? um, working on names for the new menu at the bar yesterday, and I was like, how do I get incomplete into something? Uh, and I was just like, I was like, oh, that doesn't work at all. I was like, the incomplete nachos. Yeah. <laughs> what are they missing? Cheese? <laughs> so true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, th- there's something to... I mean, the, the basketball game we went to was, like, it wasn't entertainment. It was, like, duty it was like yeah for it sure was national for sure. Like, the crowd really did feel a part of the experience yes yeah, so i i don't know i think that there is something to the fact like it, when there's so many games especially like we hear this all the time like people wish there were fewer games in the nba they they get like bored with it right. um i can't personally imagine yeah because like, yeah. we care about the basketball that's yes. what the thing that's so dumb is you get so used to the all other frills that you're that you almost are like when you don't have them or something you're like like it's so it's so best basketball twitter has a lot of lame things i'm gonna i'm gonna people are gonna be so mad at me i think red panda is kind of lame 
Everybody oh. loves Red Panda as this halftime act. I'm like, Ooh. look, relative to other halftime acts, I'm like, whatever. But I can't. And your search right here. Search right. And everybody's like, oh man, it's the best this or that. I'm like, guys, she bounces and does the thing. It's cool. Like, it's cool. But like, wow. If this was at 16th Street and I was walking down, I wouldn't stop. I would just be like, you know what? Oh, look at that. That's crazy. I'm getting to my destination. <laughs> I think you're off on this one. Well, yeah, but well, I know what you're saying. If, if Red Panda like rolled out into the middle of the Serbia Greece game, I just, would they've been like. This is great. Yes. What the, I don't know. She's so talented. But I will say she like, is talented. There's a lot of talented people. I don't during, want my basketball game. But during that game, like during that game, they had a bunch of like half court shot stuff. That's true. They That's did. True. They that did have like. A, yeah, yeah. They just didn't. They don't have to do it forty times. Yeah, they don't so, have to do like, it every second. It's it a little desperate. It is. It is so desperate. Like, oh, <laughs> we have ten seconds of quiet. Like, we need to fill that with three card money. It's also just one of those things where like one person was like, oh, it'll be a funny bit if I'm really into Red Panda, yeah. and then everyone. And then Everyone's actually it. Yeah. so true. Uh, okay, let, let's circle back to <laughs> people, are people pissed if they turn red. Woo! <laughs> uh, let's circle back a little bit to the trip. Like, what did you expect um, the reception to be? And at what point did you realize, like, oh, this is more than we expected? I have an answer for this. Go ahead. I think I know where the trip turned, and it was it, it, in a, in the best way. Like. I expected. I here's my biggest fear for everything we do. Eric can you guys can both attest to this. I always think nobody's going to show up. Yep. So it's like, hey, we're going to have a watch party for the playoff game seven. Like, but is anyone going to show up? Like, to for be some fair, reason. we've done some things where no one showed up. We have done some. <laughs> we have done. A, we've done a fair very amount. few early on. Very, very, yeah. Yeah. Early on. very few, but nonetheless, it's just a thing. It look, it drives me. It's make my nervous personality makes me drive work harder. But so I didn't know. So I was worried about like, man, are we going to like meet like ten people out there or what have you? But and then also the question of like, you know, how do you just like announce your presence or something? You know, that's a big part of your trip. And I know, the, in my opinion, I, think, I know it. What is it? Mile High City, baby. Well, well, that, I think that was second. I oh. actually think that was second. The first to me was when we went to Ambar, the the restaurant. And it was the mm. second day. So we, we arrived. We do a tour of the city. It was great. Fantastic. Host Gorn. Um, and then we went out that night. And like we went out that night. As if I've been to you know some other place. you travel your first night out right, no, right. you don't know anything nobody knows you and you're just kind of lost in a city and it was a lot of fun you get way more drunk than you think get you oh, way more drunk than you expected <laughs> we're at the Splavs at four in the morning. I was like we need to get some good night rest guys full day we're out to four in the morning well, first just like, night of any trip oh uh, so true and then like <laughs> two three in the morning and you're like I'm already drunk enough do I need this last shot of Rakia and then like four more shots of you're Rakia like, for some reason man. but we went we got invited to this place Umbar a restaurant that does traditional Balkan food. And um, I, I, going into it, I wasn't exactly sure how if they were going to roll out the red carpet, you know what it was going to be like. I just knew we were going to taste some foods. They rolled out the red carpet. Oh. It was an incredible experience. They and made us taste the red carpet. They made the taste the red carpet. And I felt like that was when our Twitter started going viral. Mm. So like we had things that were catching on, of course. But I felt like that was like I'm putting out tweets that are getting a thousand likes and you know two thousand five hundred retweets and stuff. And I was here in the office just scrolling through the Nuggets feed, <laughs> just reading the numbers. I was like six seventy seven, yeah. seven ninety five, thousand twenty four. Like, and then we go immediately. We had a great time there, and we went immediately. And it just looked cool because it was cool. It was exactly what it looked like. This like great restaurant teaching us traditional. Yeah, we food. were basically the only people in there. It was oh. open, but but the, and the power went out right. We got there, and it was like actually made it cooler. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like more moody, and then we were just. In the corner and everything was being explained to us we had like a whole like wait staff that was like 
Dude, coming it, and bringing food and like it felt like everyone had kind of realized that we were there at that moment mm. like the night before you know people yeah. that were really in the no new but after that it just felt like everyone and then we start walking and everyone sees you we go to the party and it gets even bigger and it just from that moment on i just felt like everything we did became big and it was really cool yeah i mean the coolest part for me was that like you could tell there was a deep appreciation from the people there that you guys cared enough to come see it you know, it's like, yes. like, it's easy to talk about like, oh, Nikola Jokic's hometown of Sambor, or like whatever. Right. Um, and you can like try to tell stories through the lens of people who live there or have been there. And, you know, I'm sure like journalists are doing that all the time. But I, I could tell that people that lived in Serbia were like, wow, these these guys cared enough to actually right. come experience it. And that that felt like the driving kind of force of the entire yeah. trip. I mean, for me... Because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I was just like there. I just, you were, at like, I just mean, I, I wasn't like focused on the, oh, the Twitter. Like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't necessarily looking at the numbers. You, I was you just were kinda, present. I was present. I was just eating and this is great and this is like awesome and I can't believe how hospitable and I, I, I you know, I don't know if we're paying. I don't know, I don't know yeah. what's happening. I'm just like, this is great. And then we walked, um, like the, the riverfront is like down and the, just right up the hill is the, is a big fortress, which is right in the middle of Belgrade. And it's like a very tactical fortress. It's like uh, a v- really meaningful place to the whole uh, region. History and of the been, region. Yeah, it's been taken by lots of people many times. Anyway, um, so we walked up, 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 up the hill, which, you know, if you're going to make a fortress, you wouldn't make it easy to get to. So we had to like walk up, up around or and like... So we got up to the top of the hill and we're like, oh my God, it was hot. I was sweating more than I've ever sweat in my entire life because we just ate a bunch of food. We just drank. <laughs> like I was immediately sweating out Rocky. And, like I was drunk already and we were like going and we were kind of late. And like right as, we showed, right as we showed up, like we just like we hear like, Hey guys! Hi guys! Hi guys! Mile high city, baby! <laughs> we're like, oh, we're home, man. We're home. Yeah, yeah Jovan, right there. Jovan, right. yeah. And then like, I totally and it was, would have guessed that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then it was just on, and like, then I showed up, and I was like, oh, hey, and I'm just like embracing people, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sweating on you, and they're like, we don't care. And then somebody gives me a jersey, a Serbian jersey. And then they give us these shirts that say, Serbia loves. DNVR oh, and they're like man. slapping our hands and like everybody just like wants to talk to you and you want to talk to everybody obviously and it just like got like you went into this uh, bar that is in the middle of the fortress um, and like there wasn't and they were like the, the weather was really hit bad it had rained that day and so they were saying that you know like the crowd there had cleared out normally it would be a lot busier because it's sort of in a touristy location but nobody was there so we had run the, bar the entire bar and um like the five of or however many the seven of us showed up and like we didn't talk to each other the entire night like we just were in these little pods of just like Sick. guys around us talking to us telling us things that they you know what what they thought of us what they thought of the show how the blah, blah, blah. and like, like meaningful gifts too is which makes it cool because it's one thing to be like hey you know here's a thing but it was like there was always a story to almost everything you know like hey i've been saving this for a year because i knew you were coming and, yes. that, and you're like wow all right like, I, like i drove for 200 mile or I uh, kilometers yeah. to get this bottle of rakia that my grandmother made and put it in this bottle which was maybe water before or sprite or something and then bring it to you and yeah. um and then like i had every intention of like i had a backpack full of shirts we made that were going to be fundraisers to help us pay for the trip i was like 
all right, we're gonna sell these. We can't. You know? Yeah, we, I'm we like, can't what? Sell. I'm like, I'm gonna sell these. Like, what? You know, which the price people? But like, by the end of the night, I was like, I just gave every shirt out. I'm like, I got, like, I can't. Like, yeah, man. Right. This is. They're giving you all oh, these gifts. You can't be well, like. I, I charged one. Me but, but, not, but not even. Not, not even the logic of it like that. It was more just like the vibe. Like the vibe. The, vibe the vibes were not, great yes. from from the start, from the moment we touched down. But it was that day, the dinner, and then the meetup that were just like, oh. This is going to be perfect. Yeah. Like this is going to be cool. And you don't, and it was like stress, like no stress from that point on. It's like, Hey, the experience is the story. There's nothing else that needs to happen. Yeah. It was amazing. I charged one person like us for a t-shirt. <laughs> then I gave like, him, I gave like, his money back. Like Lyco stole a uh, uh, dev shirt. Though. Did you yeah, yeah, that? yeah. 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 Dev got his shirt. Well, the funny thing was about <laughs> me giving everybody's shirt is that I also took Dev's shirt that he had paid for from DNVR. And I took it out of a bag that had, Duvalier Johnson written on it because it was being ready to ship. I'm like, oh, I'll just give it to him. I gave that shirt away. Oh. Dev did not get a shirt. <laughs> he never will. Nope. <laughs> That's too bad for Dev. <laughs> Dev's a good uh, a good segue. If I could, so I love you guys, but if I could have chosen any person to be like the favorite, the main character, yes, the main character, I absolutely would have chosen Dev. Uh, you agreed with Serbia. <laughs> you agreed with the entire nation state of Serbia. They also wanted Dev to be the main character. He was great. One of the cool things about this trip, man, is I honestly feel like everybody did their job at the best level. Like it was a mm. weird dream team esque, like coming together where everybody just was like, oh, wow, everybody's cooking. Yeah, and it was bag. awesome. And Dev was in his bag, and um, the people really took to him, man. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best. I, hard to, like, it's honestly hard to explain Dev's popularity. Because people like loved us, but they would cast us to the side immediately. They'd be like, Dan, we are. I'm so excited you're here. Dev. Like, it, was, it was like that. It was like, oh, our part's done. Like, we just... <laughs> I just... And like, Dev is, was just like, is so uniquely... I don't know position to accept that love. Well, of course, like he's he's like I don't know he's just great at that. Like he's uh, he's deaf. Yeah, he he was the character the entire time. Um, it was great, man. It it was really hilarious. Well, and I think. Obviously, uh, whoever's idea, I'm assuming Brendan uh, to come up with Dev Dev likes or Dev doesn't like. Just ran, just just started doing those things right off the bat, and yeah, like every. This is the thing I don't think people stateside will recognize is that there were other like I don't want to say famous people, but somewhat famous, like well known people that were in on Dev likes. Like they they would yeah. come in for yeah, the, yeah. the the football game and they'd be like, hey. Uh, Where's Dev? Like, ah, oh, Dev likes, man. I've been following Dev likes. That's the greatest thing that's ever. Great. And, that's and, and then I would just think it's a guy. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's over here, this, that. And then someone would be like, do you know who that is? I'm like, no. <laughs> They're like, he, he's also famous. That's the thing. Know? That's the larger thing. Like, we, all of these things that exist that are big that you don't even know about, yep. you go over and you learn. You're like, oh, man, that's big. I should know about that. My number, my number got out. You know, like I gave it to a handful of people. The next thing you know, I'm getting texts from everybody. There were two guys named Marco texted me at the exact same time, and I couldn't, I didn't realize they were different people. That's the thing, man. <laughs> Everyone in Serbia is named Marco or Milan. <laughs> there was like four or five names. <laughs> or Surgeon. But somebody, <laughs> but one Marco who, who was, all, all the people we met were fantastic. One guy writes me, and he's like, hey, it's Marco. Like, can we get a time? And we were walking to meet Marco. And I'm like, bro, we're, we're in 10 minutes. We're on our way over. And he's like, where? And I'm like, bro, oh, come on, man. No, like, what no. the heck? And then, I, and then we are talking. And I realized, I'm like, bro, it's the wrong Marco. I was like, we're meeting a Marco. I thought that was you. Like, you're a different Marco. Let's that's, put a different time together. Well, yeah, a lot of Marcos. A lot of Marcos. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but I feel like the dev likes thing kind of goes into 
you saying everyone is in their bag, like that's that oh, yeah. prime vote to just like yeah. make a thing a thing out of thin air. To- vote was in his bag the whole trip, man. It was funny. Everybody had different people that they liked, Ex- you know, for the most part throughout the trip. And it was fun. And then and the cool thing about Serbians, they'll tell you. <laughs> we got yeah. a lot of. You're not my favorite. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, that's Eric's great. my favorite. Like, okay. Yeah, I mean, the Serbians so, like me. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> they uh, all do. An American person did that to me at the Broncos tailgate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, so this is sick. Um, where's Zach? And I was like, oh, he pops by. And then Zach shows up later and he's like, hey, yeah, like I was telling RK, you're my favorite. Uh, I was like, all right, I cool. <laughs> cool story, bro. Um, Want to give a shout out to Manscaped if you are in Serbia or anywhere else? Oh, sh- and you sh- are... shout out to the uh, crop preserver. That's what I was gonna say. Shout out to the crop preserver. Sweating <laughs> profusely, uh, the crop preserver and the crop reviver, oh. both uh, very necessary things. To have. <laughs> oh my! If you're like walking around big cities, you gotta have some protection. You know, <laughs> yes. some protection from the heat and the sweat and all that. Let's stuff. be proactive, not yes. just defensive. Exactly, exactly. So uh, check out our friends over at Manscaped. Use the code DNVR twenty to get twenty percent off, plus free shipping. And uh, and not only do they have you know the lawnmower and all their great products, um, but they have the crop preserver. <laughs> they, do. they do, and I will say that. Uh, well, while most of me was wilting, my crops were preserved. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Ivaka. I'm going to let you guys cook Man, on this one. People, don't, people, I do think, know this, but Ivaka made this trip possible. Like, nope. this trip was on life support. I mean, we've been talking it up and talking it up all year, and it was on life support because we just needed more money to I was be able say, to go. As you can imagine, it's really expensive to send <laughs> seven, guys. Or, yeah, seven guys 5,000 miles away. And I'll tell you what. One note week. I got from somebody whose opinion I respect a lot was like, you guys could have sent a skeleton crew, but you didn't. You sent the whole thing, and like that was so meaningful. And look, it costs a lot of money, but it also costs a lot of time. Like uh, Eric, very valuable member of the company. Like RG, very <laughs> valuable member. Of the company. Like to take them off the table, essentially. I know you still worked. I know you still did. But to take them off from from being like at their desk and doing yes, things yes. for that long, as well as all of us, you know, was a lot. But so Ivaka cr- TV, to those of us who were here for yeah, picking up the slack, had to do double work <laughs> while we were just drunk. Uh, but Ivaka TV came through, man, and they love. I mean, Ivaka TV. The thing I will say about them is they really, really, really like DNVR, yep. and they, and they really get, it. get it, and yeah. they get Getting it. And they get it. It is so important. And it's funny because you talk to some people, and they're like, "Oh, I want to see this. I want to see the numbers." Ivaka was like, "Dude, that trip sounds awesome. You guys want to make a documentary?" Here's the money. Let's we'll premiere it, and our yeah. documentary now is going to be on Ivaka TV. So I say that to say that not only are they like, you know, fully in bed with us at DNVR, and and and, and like they we're probably, starting to make content and do the projects. Crop per- <laughs> they do, they do appreciate that. <laughs> not not only that, but like they also see DNVR for what it yeah. is, and they're like, this is a thing that's gonna, you know, we believe in. We want the documentary. It's going to be on Ivaka. So. Sign up. If you're like on the fence about it, you want to watch Nuggets abs this year, you don't want to have to do the pirate thing, and you're always yeah. up two minutes behind Twitter, and it sucks, get Ivaka TV. You can watch the games live. You can record the games, but also you're going to get the first look at the uh, documentary that we're making. Dude. And I tell you, the documentary is going to be the single. I know I know this for a fact. The single greatest thing I've ever done. Hell yeah. Yeah, and uh, society has moved on from the need for Comcast, for a large conglomerate that will give you many channels that you will never watch, but you pay for without realizing it in uh, very meaningful ways. Like, you can get Ivaca TV to be able to actually watch the thing you care about, which is sports. You want to watch sports, and you want to watch, you know, then you can get streaming services to supplant or supplement it. Like, for Comcast, like, I'm so out on Comcast. It is, I mean, I was, and now it's it's, it's done. I was going to say the one big 
thing that we have in common with Livaca is caring about Denver sports fans. Totally. Yes. That's where we met, and you know everything spins off of that. All right, a um, couple of rapid fires. If if every day you got a score between 1 and 10 for how drunk you were, then you averaged out the scores at the end of the trip. Who had the highest score? Oh, who had the highest? Oh, Probably vote. I challenge you to look through the uh, video content that was created and find – Moments where he doesn't have a drink in his hand. Podcasts. I will say though, Eric. Knows Eric how to enjoy I think himself. Eric's the only member that scored a perfect ten oh, one night. So go. he did have the single game high, yeah, but he yeah. did not have the highest average. Dude, that night, the night that he's talking about, the we went out and or the first night with the meetup. Was it? Oh, it was the second night. Yeah, second night. The meetup where I mean, we drank an unbelievable amount of Rocky. I don't know if you know about Rocky. It is pure alcohol, essentially. <laughs> it's not like it's, it's not a like spirit. it's, a, it's spirit. a spirit, but it like it, in the spirit of. Uh, um, getting very drunk. Like, yeah. So, Everclear. yeah, in the spirit of Everclear. Uh, so, um, <laughs> leaving the meetup, first off, like, a group of us <laughs> broke off. We're like, all right, we got to get out of here. We this group's get too out. drunk and too tired. You're going this way, yeah. but this group is going so out we to like, have fun. We, yeah, we like break off. We're like following the path back. We had to get, we like got to go. We, we're like walking around. And then we were walking for like 20 minutes. There's, like five or six of us and then we turn the corner and we're back where we started from oh, <laughs> no. we made no progress of any kind when you're so tired and so drunk and you like have and just you walked s- for 20 minutes with no progress that's a low feeling it was a very low feeling and then we actually got going in the right direction and it had rained that day as i mentioned and we parked in a place that was a parking lot in that it was a place that cars could stop but it was dirt and when dirt uh, meets <laughs> meets rain dirt turns into mud and i fell into the mud in such a way <laughs> like if to look back at the to look back at like my shoes had to go into the washing machine they were caked with mud in a way that was hard to recognize them the inside of the car was <laughs> Uh, uh, it was it was not good. It was a bad state of affairs. Uh, so wait, is this a situation where like the mud was slippery and legs went forward, or yes. you stepped in the mud and your foot was stuck uh, and you fell? I, I was no, I, went, I was told I backwards. I, I, I was told it was a long period in the mud. It was like <laughs> oh, a, I, falling I st- it back. It was like a. It was like a thud, and then I just was like, just and then I was contemplated like, sleeping. Yeah, then there. I was like, this is where I live now, in the mud. So anyway, single game high, but I think highest average definitely vote. Okay, you add up all the minutes that someone was late for something, um, and it creates like one one sum. Who was the most late? <laughs> Come on, again, it's vote. Like this is the yeah. easiest thing there is in the world. Vote this. is a character, right? No, like, yeah, yeah he, vote this like this summer. Vote has found something in himself, which frankly terrifies me to my very core. Like I'm like I'm honestly scared for next Summer season vote. vote. We're gonna get a lot of like late night with sunglasses on vote, which it feels I'm like so a which feels like well, you're not on the show. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I just uh, get but, to enjoy it. Uh, but we've un- we've unlocked something, so stay tuned to see where it takes us. He, just he, like Nikola Jokic, he levels up every he levels year. Up. He uh, also, if you wanted to know, like most likely to routinely lose his wallet, it would be vote. Oh, yep. <laughs> Including once he left it. It's actually a funny story. He left it at the ele- Jokic's elementary school on the court. Like we drove back to the hotel room, and he's like, "Crap, I left it out on the court," <laughs> which is something I can't conceive of doing. No, no. The way I walked by, I was like, uh, "No one forget their little man purse." <laughs> Forgot his little man purse. Mm, yep. <laughs> this is something that happens with Allie where I'm just like, how, 
she's looking for her wallet on, on a daily basis. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. there's two places. There's actually three places where my wallet could ever yeah, of possibly course. be. In my back pocket, on the kitchen counter, or next to my bed. I, dude, I will, there's only three places. I can't. Be. Same with my wife and her phone. She can never find her phone. I'm always like, my phone's always on me. Yeah, I so don't. Where did you yeah. put it? I will say that every morning I wake up, it's a brand new day on earth for me. Yeah. I don't know where things are. Oh, really? Wow. Every day is a brand new day. It's like the movie Memento. But... I I bought a tile so I can find it, but I never lose it in public. Yeah, yeah. and and vote also more than one time was on a live show with no shoes, <laughs> and didn't realize it until it was pointed out, and we were like, "Hey, vote man, was very present." <laughs> He wasn't thinking about you know important details or this that he was just vibing. That's yeah, he was vibing. He was he was he was uh, Eastern vibing. All right, um, I I know the answer to this one, but I want to hear it. Most likely to be in their feelings, like in a, like uh, like oh, like I love you guys way uh, at three a.m. Vote's gonna win every single one of these. I feel. really no. I, I think w- Adam I wins Adam. this one. Yeah, I Adam think wins Adam one? wins this one. I just love you guys. <laughs> just love the you guys. fellas. The, the fellas. fellas. Yeah, the fellas. Though, uh, but who likes the food the most? Oh, I I would nominate myself here. I I got a bad rep because I didn't like burek and it was the first thing we had. But I literally loved every other we got, meal we had. We got set up with this burek. We really did. We got it was a setup. It was a setup, Miroslav. Man. What the Miroslav, hell, dude? Again, like we showed up. I don't people were trying to deport was. Adam after his tweet that was like, "I'm never eating that again." And then we people were like, "Oh, up, you're worried man. about your weight." And I was like, it, no, yeah, no, it was. It weight. was so hot outside. <sighs> like. Hot. It was like I didn't understand that it gets hot there. Like it gets like it gets oh. hot. It gets hot. And then we were served the hottest food I've ever been served on the hottest day, and it was hot oil and cheese <laughs> and and, and really to wash and being washed down with thick yogurt. And we were like. We're not acclimated yet. This is too much. This is too much. <laughs> we we dove time. into the deep end. Yep. Yeah, we dove into the deep end before we could swim. All right. Um, I have a, I have one here that said, uh, well, and it's actually not what they said, but Serbian McDonald's. Tell me about it. He didn't even go. I did. I did go. Oh, you did go. I did go the last night because it was the only place that was open. Um, totally different, completely different restaurant. Not nearly as good as the U S although significantly nicer, but you have to pay for ketchup. Very annoying. I didn't know that till I got my fries fries, by the way, the top fry in the world. McDonald's in Serbia. Oh, curly, the even, curly fries from McDonald's in Serbia. Curly fries. Dude, great curly fries. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know how you get curly fries someplace? There's one curly and then the rest are like half moons? Yep. Nope. All curlies. Just oh. full on. Just a like, full on thing of curly. You, you did have to pay for ketchup and you got one packet. Yeah. It was tough. I got a Royale with cheese. Royale, Royale with, with cheese. cheese. I've nice. been waiting my whole life to get a Royale with cheese, and it was uh, it it was, it was not as good. It was not as it was good, but it, like listen, the U.S. does some things right, and that's this is where McDonald's is from. Fast right? food, <laughs> we got fast food. Like, it, it's all lame things. I will say though, the the those meals were done at. A, we went to KFC once too, which was hilarious because I, I got a tostada that's actually a quesadilla at KFC. As weird as hell. It was, the weirdness of Dude. it was what was so cool. KFC there slaps. It was so good. Significantly better than KFC it's here. So, I can't even tell you. Ask Dev, dude. Ask Dev was to say obsessed. Like, if Dev would have, like, the segment of Dev likes would have just been him going to KFC over and over well, and over. As we know, Dev, first thing you do on vacation... 
Popeyes. <laughs> That's right. He does. That's right. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like there was something. It, it's it slapped. It was. It, it slapped. I, I want to. I just want to make the record straight. Both of those meals done out of convenience. We were on the en route to something, or it was the only thing we had. Every other meal we had though was a Serbian meal, and they were all fantastic. Like, this is the thing: is we ate the same meal a lot. I can't even tell you all the names of it because it's basically barbecue, but it's different. Yeah, things. it is, and it's like a top five meal for me. I would eat that. If it was here, it would be like I couldn't. I don't know if I could eat if it every week. If you presented Adam a platter full of hamburgers, hot dogs, that's what chicken, it is. But it's like French way fries. better. Like look at this. Look at this stuff that you have here. Like they're all. I mean, the oh, fries yeah. just fill the plate. Let's be honest. Yeah, I and it's just those. like fillets of pork. Oh and my god! This is a chicken braided with bacon. Oh. I mean, it's just stuff where you're like, you're like, oh man, like I, what's this food gonna be like? You're like, oh, it's just dope meat. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just great meat. And I saw your tweet that you lost weight. <laughs> I've only ever left North America once, and I, the same thing happened. Well, you lose weight, man. And I've been seeing TikToks about this, and it's actually giving me anxiety. Like everyone is like, "Yeah, I live in another country. I eat as much as I want. And I lose weight." I'm like, "What are we doing well, here? We're living a terrible life." That, and I will say, is that we walked a fucking lot every day. We walked a yeah, lot, lot for sure. Um, Felt so, good to walk. So, th- I mean, you 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 compound that in, but then you know, like, because I can bigger New York people are not big they're you know they walk everywhere that has being active has a lot i've seen some big, i've seen some ah. big i've seen some big ones. last question and we'll end here if this was a story what was the moral of the story the moral of the story huh i mean for me the moral of the story i kind of knew going into it and that is like this really was basketball diplomacy in a weird way and it wasn't because mm-hmm. we were trying to do anything we were just trying to be ourselves and have an open mind and learn something but that's what it was like it's so funny because we, you guys saw the video. We talked to Jokic for roughly seven and a half seconds, right? Like it was a very brief interaction. Yeah. And it's like it didn't matter right. because th- that guy yeah. brought us together, yeah. you know, us yeah. together. And then it brought us together to Serbia. Yeah. And it's like if you access sports in the right way, there's so many different ways to do it. But one of the ways is that like you open yourself up to all the auxiliary things that come with it. And this trip was like the ultimate proof of that. And there's a lot of little micro lessons along the way and interesting stories that some to be told, but that to me is the moral is it's like, if you're just watching sports for sports, you're missing out on what they're actually about. Yeah. And for me, it's, uh, I almost like that. We didn't talk to Jokic. Like it's, you know what I mean? It kind of keeps him as sort of a deity as opposed Uh, to just like a guy. And he came down from heaven just to like touch the, (laughs) and it's like, truly like, he shook with the left hand. inverted this way. Like, yeah, I couldn't even figure out how to go. (laughs) Totally. And it's, you know, it's like, but at the the same point in time, it's like, it it is the reverberations of like what he has meant to us, like what he has meant to Serbia. And then, on a larger sense like then what us feeling connected to something bigger than ourselves bigger than denver basketball which is also a very solitary pursuit um but just the concept that we always get back to just the impact of the importance of sports which is um it's something that is just so deeply connected to what it is to be a human being and there's something for everybody in sports should they look to access it and you can meet people that have seemingly absolutely nothing in common with you from a cultural standpoint, from a socioeconomic standpoint, from an educational standpoint, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But like, there's something just like so visceral and so real about watching that 
Sambor shuffle go in and the oh. feeling that you get and like it <laughs> that was makes, the best feeling and it just it, it just makes it feel like um Ooh. you know it, it's like a, a life is worth living sort of moment yep. and, oh, it, and it's man. just like and then the community aspect that, that is yep. born from that and just like i don't know the the outpouring of love like you, you know especially me like i work on a computer by myself in the dark a lot and to see guys wearing t-shirts that i worked on for a really long time in a place that i didn't necessarily know existed when i was growing up and i'm i don't even know if they know the significance of what it means but there's something like universal about the design language and i like met designers out there that wanted to talk to me about that type of thing and it's just the moral of the trip is that we are we are the same we are just the same we just Human beings are human beings, and there are things that we can relate to if we want to. And it's great to be able to find something that we enjoy um, that does that for us. Love it, love it. And uh, my big takeaway is that next time I'm going. Yep. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Appreciate you guys sharing some light on this. A huge thank you to Avaka for making that trip possible. Thanks to everyone in Serbia for taking care of these guys. Glad to have you back, and uh, we'll see you guys soon.